What's up everyone, Dr. Chris Van Teel here with another episode of the Odyssey Performance Podcast. I'm here with my friend Josh Lane of CrossFit Cuspis today, uh, located off of Federal. Um, what's up Josh? How's it going? Good man, how are you? Doing well. Good. Alright, so, where, when did CrossFit Cuspis open? Let's start from the beginning. Cuspis has been open since February of 2013. All right, and when, like, what was the path to starting opening up on your own, open your own box? Well, um, believe it or not, I uh, I was actually not one of the original guys here. Okay. Um, so it was a group of four that I think had you know been training at other gyms and just decided it was time to set up their own shop. Um, and I was actually just moved to Denver. I was training at another gym down south, walking around the neighborhood with my dog. Saw that they were opening. Um, I was at the time training down at Unbroken with uh, Matt Hathcock and Kevin Ogar and those guys, yeah. and uh, kind of tweaked my back a little bit. And all they were doing Outlaw at the time, so it was just heavy, heavy, heavy every day. <laughs> and I was driving all the way across town to do it. And uh, this gym had just opened, and I kind of poked my head in and was just like, "Hey, you know, can I can I train here low key on the side? Just trying to rehab right now. And do you need a coach? I'd been a CrossFit coach for a very long time in okay. Southern California." Yeah. And uh, kind of started coaching with them pretty much day one. And then uh, very quickly then kind of got wrapped in and, and became one of the owners. Okay, awesome. And so you said you coached in Southern California and yep. you still coach most of the classes here. I do. Right? Yep. Yeah. All right. And the CrossFit scene here, I mean, there's CrossFit gyms pretty much every other corner you look on. There's yep. something that is similar to CrossFit or is CrossFit, right? So what, what are the programs you guys have? Because I know you personally are doing more back into the heavy lifting mm -hmm. side of things. Like what does that look like as opposed to just your normal CrossFit classes? So we, I mean, our CrossFit classes, we definitely embrace the methodology of CrossFit. If you were to walk in, it looks like we're doing CrossFit. Yeah. If we define that as kettlebell swings and box jumps and, and you know, yeah. Power cleans and all the fun CrossFit right. movements. Um, <clears throat> we we kind of take the approach of. I don't think that our competitors in this neighborhood are necessarily other CrossFit gyms. We're competing against. Just in this neighborhood, we have an Orange Theory, mm -hmm. of Core Power Yoga, an Alchemy Yoga, a Fierce Forty Five, or whatever that place is. We've got an Endorphin. We've got a Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Yeah. We've got a Vasa. We've got you know. So there's a lot of hit studios, yoga mm -hmm. studios, high intensity stuff, hot yoga, um, cardio based other you know classes and, and programs. So we, I try and strive to make this place competitive with those in the sense that you go to a, an Orange Theory, you're going to sweat your face off yeah. in a group environment with loud music and it's going to be fun. And there's you know you go to a spin class. Whether you're getting the the best workout you've ever had is debatable, but whether you're going to feel like you worked out is not. You're going to leave those places feeling like you accomplished something. Right. So we try and we try and make it so that we are doing CrossFit in that traditional sense, but we're also trying to have it so that you leave feeling like you accomplished some sort of yeah. level of fitness today. Yeah, awesome. So very cool. And I mean, this neighborhood is full of young families right now. I mean, it's yep. it's a growing neighborhood. It's a lot of more like people coming in that maybe have never touched a barbell before, right? Yep. I mean, how do you how do you talk to them about hey, this isn't 
not everyone who's in here is a games athlete, right? Like, right. not everyone is just 6'7", 230, and yep. just, like, ripped off their face, right? Like, they, like, how do you make the normal person come in and be like, hey, just try it. Like, you're going to get stronger. You're, you don't have to worry about, like, blowing some out because you're trying to do all these muscle-ups and everything day one. Right. I think that, um, for the most part, CrossFit's fairly self-scaling. A lot of people might come in and initially worry, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to lift as much or I'm not going to be able to do this movement. And then when they even just start the warm-up, they realize, like, oh, I should really just keep my expectations in check. Yeah. Um, but we really try and and uh, we try and run our classes or run our workouts even in a, in a way where it's, it's really the, the workout itself, the movements that we select within the workout are going to dictate the pace in which the workout goes. Yeah. When, when we're writing workouts, I pay a lot of attention to if it's a 15 minute AMRAP, I can really dictate your cadence and your pace based on the movements that I put in there. So if I, if it's a 15 minute AMRAP and one of those movements is 20 chest to bar pull-ups, there's not a lot of people that are gonna move through this at a high cadence yeah, and not right. be standing around a lot, right? So, <clears throat> so when we have somebody new, we're gonna scale these movements for them so that they're still achieving the overall goal of what that workout is. Yeah. If I've got them next to a games level guy who can bang out 20 chest bar, I'm going to scale them to a movement. Maybe it's ring rows. Maybe it's even something more remedial, a jumping pull up where they're going rep for rep with the guy next to them. Yeah. It may take, there's going to be some trial and error. For sure. But we're going to find a workout for them where they feel it's obtainable and approachable. Yeah. And their score is going to be right there with everybody else's day one. Awesome. And then the next day they come in, it's going to be like, hey, we did this yesterday. We're going to step it up a notch because you're not a beginner anymore. Yeah. You know, whatever that time frame may look like. So, it, and I think our staff is really good at universal scalability so that we can keep everybody pretty much on the same playing field regardless of what the sure. move or, or, or it is. And a lot of that comes from smart scaling and a lot of it comes from just writing the workout appropriately the first time and not mm -hmm. putting in a bunch of things that almost nobody can do. Yeah. Okay. So. so do you have a lot of folks who come through here that have maybe not done any of this stuff ever before? Yeah. Yeah. No, we get, in this neighborhood is very interesting. We get a lot of people that have either a, a, a really impressive D1 college sports background mm -hmm. or even post-collegiate competitive sports background. And then the other half have no athletic background whatsoever. <laughs> you know, maybe they ran a 5K on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe they do a, a you know a boot camp with the girls on on Saturdays, um, or maybe they've done nothing at all, and this is just the first thing that they're doing. Um, so, <clears throat> so we we really run the gamut. You know, yeah. we just have if we just look at like our our latest three new members, two of them are former D one hockey players, and one of them's never done anything athletic <laughs> ever. You know, so but they all work out together in the same class, and they all kind of start at the same time, yeah. and. You know they're not necessarily using the same weight or the same version of a movement per se but their scores are all commensurate they're, yeah. they're right there with each other yeah very cool all right and then for the people who like live up here work down in denver or whatever like traffic can be a mess yep timing can be hard and that's the one of the hardest thing about having a crossfit style gym i feel like is that it's all class based right but yep. you guys are open or members have access all the time. We do. So yeah. the person who needs more practice or something or just, just wants to come in and work out, they can do that? Yep. That was something that we kind of stumbled upon really early where 
when there were multiple owners here and we had a you know really big coaching staff way back in the day, we really kind of pushed it out of when you're gonna be in here and working out by yourself, which is just a perk of being a CrossFit coach, right? Yeah. You have access to the gym whenever you want it. Yeah. Um, we said, hey, it'd be really cool if we kind of start this thing of, you know, post on social media, on the gym's Facebook page. I'm gonna be in the gym, I'm gonna be working out. It's a Sunday afternoon, I'm gonna be here doing some bench press. If anybody wants to come in while I'm here, have at it. And then that really kind of snowballed into the various coaching staff would come in throughout different parts of the day. I traditionally work out about 2.30 in the afternoon because that's what my life can accommodate. Yeah. And so then we started with like, we have actual official open gym times throughout the morning and then the afternoon. And then through a series of events, it kind of evolved into basically, you know, you get a nap on your phone, you can open the door, help yourself in, train. Um, cool. You know, and, and we, I always kind of joke, I'm like, you, you can come in here and do whatever you want. You can come in and practice muscle-ups, you can come in here and do some double-unders, you can just stretch. You can make a big fort out of the boxes if you want, you know, as uh, as long as you're being, you know, reasonably safe and yeah. you're not going to, if you're here by yourself, I suggest probably not trying to max out on bench press, yeah. but, um, you know, so far everybody's been pretty responsible with it. Awesome. Works out well. Because I feel like one of the big complaints for your bigger gyms, like 24-hour fitness and Vasa and that stuff is like, oh, there's one squat rack and yeah. like you watch the one big guy in the gym do it repeatedly, never take a break and never move right. away, right? So. Nobody else gets the chance to have just an open bar and they don't like and all the eyes on them to say, hey, like either you have to try to put more weight on than you're used to because you're trying to subliminally like impress everybody around you and you don't mm -hmm. want to feel like, oh, I've never done this before. Like what weight is someone else using? Okay, I'm going to try to use that. Right. So like having that option to come in here on your own time and say, okay, like I have an empty barbell, I have an empty box, like I can do what I need to do right now and a lot of the accessory work and like the go slow and find what weight is appropriate for you is awesome. Yeah, well, and, and even, you know, people are competitive. And they, yeah. The, the double-edged sword of CrossFit is people want to be a part of that group and they mm -hmm. want that, that team and environment, that immersive kind of feeling where I want to go hard because everybody around me is going hard. Yeah. There are times when you don't, you shouldn't go hard. Yeah. You know, you should just slow it down and be like, I'm going to do this workout today for form, not for time. I'm not even going to turn the clock on. Um, and... And so that, you know, we see that that's what a lot of the, the open gym is for. Um, we get, we're kind of old school. We have five big whiteboards on the wall. We leave the, the weekly programming up for the entire week. Um, and probably 80% of the foot traffic on Sundays when we have no official class is people coming in and doing a workout that they had missed from earlier in the week. Yeah. And they get to look at the scores that are still written up there and, you know, play with the clock. We have three different clocks up on the wall so that, you know, three different people can do different workouts all at the same time. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, we do, we see a lot of that where people come in and it's just like, well, I missed this one, but I saw it online. I really want to get to it. Couldn't make it in that day. So I'm here today. Yeah. Awesome. So. Right. And so you, excuse the pun, you have a background in having back pain Yep. with like being more than just a CrossFit athlete. Like you own a CrossFit box. You are a coach for CrossFit. Like, so you can never escape. Oh, I'm at CrossFit right now. And yep. like my shit hurts. Like, how do you, how did you deal with your training and the rehab process? And also how do you deal with your athletes that come in and they're like, Hey, I'm hurting. I'm going to try to push through this because right. like, like you said, that competitive mentality, like how does, how did your past kind of affect that? I mean, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm fairly lucky in that even when I have gotten hurt, I've been able to move through it. Um, besides a, a, a past and back injuries or a, 
my background in, in a lower back, you know, blown disc and a couple other things. Um, you know, I also have a background in, in the medical world and, and my, my actual job deals with medicine. So I'm constantly reading, yeah. you know, <laughs> up to date and just checking, you know, what the latest research suggests. And very early on in my career, there was a lot of dogma in the industry that I work in and a lot of things that we did because that's just what you always did. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of delve into that, you find that it was never true. And one of the things that I've always kind of been bothered by was bed rest, you know, and it was just, no, 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 you're fine. Just, you know, lay down. You'll be, you'll be okay. Just sleep it off for a couple of weeks. And, yeah. and bed rest is not a thing and it never really was a thing. No. Um, you know, so with, with my own injuries, uh, you know, with my, my most recent, when I hurt my back a couple of weeks ago, when I broke my collarbone last summer, within reason I was in here a couple days after my surgery with my sling on doing some air squats and just moving and getting a little bit of blood moving was was I going hard no was I lifting god no but I didn't stop moving and with my back injury and when people do get hurt let's say you you know you hurt your shoulder well your legs still work and I don't mean that in a you know abusive dad sort of way it's it's kind of a look your whole body is going to function better if it's moving and doing what it's supposed to be doing yeah and you know, maybe there's an argument to me be made of when you got hit by a Baronosaurus tail and you laid there unconscious for a while. Sure, you're, you're probably better off just laying <laughs> flat and laying still. But eventually you're going to get up and move because otherwise you're going to get eaten. The or human body is not going to heal yeah. just laying flat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we have, we have people get injured as they do. We have a lot of people at this gym that seem to get hurt playing intramural soccer. That seems to be the number one injury that we see is, is, you know, wrist and ankle and elbow intramural soccer. Um, so, you know, so a lot of it is just like, all right, well we can scale around this wrist injury. Mm -hmm. You know, we can just leave this wrist out of the equation, but we can still do step ups on a box or we can still jog or we can still pick up the kettlebell with the other good hand or, you know, what have you. So we, I've really always just taken, you know, there's, Bed rest is not a thing. Yeah. Don't get out the boat. Yeah. Never stop moving within reason. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there's two pieces of this. Like the research I saw last said that one week of bed rest kind of counteracts three weeks of hard training. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, it's like, oh shit, like I laid around for one week and now you go back to the gym and you just, everything feels worse. Right. Right. Like, yeah, sure. Your shoulder may feel a bit better, but everything else feels worse. And the old mentality used to be, if you don't use it, it's going to get better, but it, you don't feel pain because you're not using it. Like, is right. that really getting better? Which is right. obviously like what I deal with a lot. Um, but it's awesome to know that you understand, like you said, you being in the medical field, like if you have someone who comes in with an injury, like you know more than just maybe some of the other coaches in the area, or other gym owners in the area that are kind of like, okay, like, well, it'll get better. Or here's some stretches we saw online. Like you right. actually understand some of the research. So you can tell, okay, that's a more serious thing. Like, we don't want to use that at all versus, okay, let's use it lightly and build back into it. Right. Because a muscle injury is different than like a broken collarbone, like bones versus muscle versus tendon. Like they're all yep. very different injuries. Right. Um, so it's cool that you bring your other profession into the world that is like kind of shit on because <laughs> of injuries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, and you know, I think that CrossFit kind of got a bad rap early on because it yeah. was new and it was different and it was mm-hmm. <clears throat> loud and colorful and and it was very culty yeah. and, and still is in some circles, you yeah. know. And but everything is, and, but everything is, is yeah. right? I mean, so <clears throat> I think it's very easy to kind of look at 
CrossFit's past and be like, well, that was probably a little over the top and unnecessary. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and then when I lived in Southern California, I had a bunch of friends that were really into triathlons and they, they really acted like addicts. You know, if they didn't go get their workout in and get their fix in, mm-hmm. you know, they would start freaking out. And I kind of joked that I'm like, you know, you and a crack addict are the same guy. <laughs> but when your moment of truth came, you just had friends that were into running instead of crack. Yeah. You know, but flip a coin. I put you at a bus station and all of a sudden <laughs> that, that moment of like, you know, self-destructiveness, you yeah. didn't figure out you could run 80 miles. You try drugs instead. You know, it's, it's that same itch. And so I think a lot of people gravitate towards CrossFit to scratch that like self-destructive, but physical, yeah. you know what I mean? Like those guys are just, will train for 21 days straight and I'll take a day off, uh, you know, and, and they became like the very vocal minority in CrossFit for a while. And like, you yeah. know, 2010 through 13 of, you know, a, a gym in California I used to be at, we had a guy that, you know, bragged on social media, like he's done CrossFit 38 days in a row. And it was like, that's not, okay, that's, that's just as bad on the other end of the spectrum. So, right. you know, yeah, there's a happy balance between I'm injured, I can't move at all, mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll, we, can, we can move. You don't have to go at 100%, but yeah. something's better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. So. so if you have someone who comes in and say they're hurting or say whatever, like they come in, they always come into the same class. Like, is it okay for people who to be there at the class time and kind of doing their own thing off in the corner and stuff? Yeah. No, we always try and facilitate and and work around whatever, you know, injury or limitation you may have. Yeah. And if if you're at a point where quite truly, you know, like with my most recent when I flared my back up a couple weeks ago, it took me a half hour of just waddling around the gym to get my back loose enough to start to mobilize for an mm-hmm. hour to then be able to move for 10 minutes of yeah. what I would almost consider to be exercise. <laughs> yeah. And if that's where you're at, then Absolutely. We're not going to throw you in a class and be like, all right, row 500 and then, you know, let's start moving because yeah. that may not be where you're at that day. Yeah. So, so no, we would, I would never turn anybody away because they can't do exactly what the class is doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and conversely, what the class is doing, depending on what your injury is, may not be what you need to be right. doing at all. So, yeah. you know, um, I, I would rather you be here doing something mm-hmm. than not be here at all. Yeah. Um, and if that means that you're off on in the corner by yourself, then that's cool. Yeah. So. So what does it look like for someone off the street, never done anything before? They come in, they're like, hey, I'm going to start CrossFit. I want to start working out here. What does that look like? Do you guys have intro programs? Do you have like just going in the class, but you tell the coach, hey, like this is their first day, like scale everything back to we're yep. sure. Like what? Where's someone start with the entry point? Yeah, so typically somebody will come in off the street if they've never done CrossFit before. We we just kind of throw them into a class. Um, and then obviously that coach will know that that's a new person. Uh, you know, I, I do the majority of the classes, so I'll know if they're new or not. Um, and we just kind of talk with them, like, what's your background? What have you done for exercise in the past? Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, get an overall sense of how fit they are. And we have them warm up with the class. We'll see you know, how they row. We'll do some air squats. We'll do some just general movement function and just see how well they move. Yeah. You know, how well they can squat. Can they lunge? What's their hip mobility? You know, we're doing this in a very rudimentary, very quick way. It's not an official, you know, we're not measuring knee angle or hip yeah. angle, back angle. We're, we're, it's not an official assessment. We're just seeing how well they move. We'll have them join the class. We will scale that way back, yeah. um, probably further back than we need, because 
I want them to feel like they worked out, but two days from now, when that delayed onset muscle soreness kicks oh, yeah. in, I don't need them cursing my name that they're stuck on the toilet or that they can't <laughs> they can't walk up the stairs because their legs hurt so bad. Yeah. So, we we typically scale it way back, um, keep them in the general you know spirit of what the workout's doing. We keep all those moves in the general you know mm-hmm. the same type of moves, but make it so that it's it's approachable for them. Yeah, they'll feel like they worked out. They'll be a little bit sore, but nothing egregious. Uh, Typically, we give everybody a free week where we kind of do that. Good. Usually awesome. in, in that free week trial, if we get somebody that will come back two or three times, we're pretty excited. Yeah. Um, we've never had anybody that did the free week <laughs> and came in seven days in a row. That's uh, just not real. Yeah. So after that, what we do is uh, with somebody with no CrossFit experience, if, if you came from another gym, that's kind of a different story. But if right. you've never done this style of exercise before, we'll do four one-on-one private sessions. Okay. Um, and those are kind of standardized. We start at the, at the bottom with squatting and the, the basic athletic position and, and foundation mm-hmm. and then build up through pressing movements, pulling movements, and then finally like an intro to Olympic lifting. Yeah. Um, and w- what we do with those, you know, each session is 60 to 75 minutes depending. And you do a workout at the end, so it's not like you're coming in and okay. not getting a workout. Yeah. You are definitely leaving drenched in sweat, feeling like you, you got some work done. Yeah. Um, and we guarantee them. We tell everybody, like, hey, if you get to class and the first thing the coach says is some wor- series of words you've never heard and you're not prepared, you just go time out, you come back to me, and I'll give you free one-on-one sessions until you feel ready. And to date, we've never had anybody do that. Okay, awesome. You know, I think those four sessions give them enough of a – and we, we always emphasize, like, look, you're not going to leave here being an expert at this. You're probably not even going to leave here being good at this movement. Yeah. I just want this to be familiar because when it comes up in class again and the coach mm-hmm. goes, we're going to do the snatch, which is the, the big overhead one, you go, oh, the wide grip, the, the big Y from YMCA, that's yeah. what we're doing. You know, and, and I just want it to be vaguely familiar when it comes up in class right. again so that they're not just watching everybody else and – Try right. to keep up. Yeah, because I feel like what terminology I mean is can scare people off too, right? Just yeah. when people talk to someone who's in a CrossFit gym and they're like, "Oh yeah, we did five muscle ups and then fifteen snatches and then we went and did some cleans." Like to a normal person, they're like, "What the hell <laughs> are you guys doing?" What does Imam Forty mean? I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Which is like, I understand that completely, right? Yeah. I mean, that's with. Anything. I mean, you're in the medical field too. Like medical jargon's the same way. Yep. Um, legal jargon, the same way. Like it just goes over people's heads, and that is a scary feeling, and that's mm-hmm. enough to make people never want to set foot in the door. Right. Um, so I think I'm just doing like a vocabulary lesson, right? Yeah. Like, but it's like for the brain and for the body to learn these things, like become familiar, and then when you're in class, like using the lighter weight, you learn, and then it's second nature after right. two weeks, right? Yeah. Just because you see this stuff enough. Yeah. No, and, and I, I, agree, I agree. I think it, you get these people that it's daunting enough because you come into a class. Most of the people already know each other in the class. Yep. They've probably worked out with each other in, in the past. Mm-hmm. They've got their own inside jokes. You know, there's always that one guy that's late and they show up and everybody, you know, like yep. it's just you're walking like into. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> you're walking into what is clearly a cohesive unit for, for lack of a, a right. better term. And, yep. and you're kind of the new person, the outsider. Mm-hmm. And then we're standing at the board talking about like, all right, guys, we're just, you know, hang, hang clusters. Yeah. You're just like, what? what? I know, I know crunches and I know pushups. What, yeah. what, what is this? You know? So there's a huge learning curve and a yeah. huge intimidation factor. And, and, and 
I kind of go over the top with some of the new people, just being a, a little over the top, like, mm. hey, doing okay, like, thumbs up, and, and you, because you got to keep checking in with them. It, yeah. it is, it's like the first day of, you know, freshman year. Right. When you walk in here a lot you of transferred times. from a different place. You exactly, didn't know anyone yeah. In school. You know, you moved here mid-summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a little awkward already. Yeah. You didn't get those braces off like you hoped. Yeah. And bam, <laughs> here we go. And, you know, you don't know anybody. Yeah. Or, or even really what's happening. And, um, you know, so I really try and emphasize, I'm like, hey, you're here. You've won. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you, no matter what happens the rest of class, you're already here. Yeah. And that's better than what happened yesterday mm-hmm. when you weren't here. For so. Sure. You know, you're on, you're on the right path. Yeah. So, so how do people get in t- contact with you, get in contact with the gym, either see that first week or just ask you questions about, Hey, like, I don't know if this is right for me yep. or anything like that. How do people chat with you about that? So they can contact us through the gym, uh, through the website. Um, the phone number's on there. The contact form is on there that goes Sweet. right to my cell phone. Um, invariably what's going to happen when we talk about you know, whatever questions you may have, if you email the gym or you call, yeah. my, the ultimate answer is just, just come in and give it a try. Yeah. Um, I can explain to you how we periodize our programming throughout the year and make it sound all fancy. Yeah. I can explain to you what 70% effort is. I can explain to you how we don't lift chest and back and buys and there's not a leg day per se. Yeah. But until you come in and see it, and even if you're just standing on the side watching the other yeah. class go, until you come in and see it, it's not really going to mean much. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's when you want to come in, try a free week. We don't take a credit card. You just you fill out a waiver. That's it. There's there's no obligation. None of our memberships are under contract. They're all month to month. Sweet. If you don't want to be here, we don't want you to be here. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like right. I'm not trying to lock you in in this multi month, multi year contract where I've got you for the next you know, <laughs> uh, because. You know, I, I think CrossFit is for everybody, but not everybody is going to love what CrossFit is. Right. Um, so, we've had people that have come in, and you know, honestly, I've had I've had new members where I'm like, this guy is going to be awesome, and they last two weeks, and they're just like, it's not for me. And then I've had people where I'm like, they're never going to come back, and they're here six days a week for the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, ultimately, just show up. Okay. That's really what it is. You don't even need to give us a heads up. Just show up for any class on the schedule, and a coach will talk to you. And you know, if you show up ready to work out, we'll we'll get you into class, and we'll have you work out with us. Awesome. And and we really try and make that barrier to entry low. Yeah. So that there's not a bunch of hoops to jump through, and there's not a bunch of, you know, a bunch of things. Right. You know, you don't need to be in shape to get here. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that we get a lot of like, well, you know, I wanted to try CrossFit, but I don't think I'm in shape. And that's like saying like, I want to go to AA, but I'm not sober yet. Yeah. It's like, this is the vehicle in which you're going to get in shape. Right. It's right? a path. It's not a Everybody goal. has got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and in any given class here, we've got guys that are, you know, like I said, former quasi-professional athletes, top level post-collegiate athletes, top level collegiate athletes working out right next to people who have never done anything, yeah. you know, and work at a desk all day. So they don't do a lot during the day. Yeah. Um, and we do our best to make it work. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'll make sure to have your website and email and everything on the show notes as well. So people can find that. Yep. Josh at crossfitcuspus.com. That sounds super easy. So we'll do that. And guys, if you have any questions about Josh or the gym or anything else, Uh, Feel free to reach out to me as well, and I'm happy to answer those for you guys or pass you on to Josh if you're too nervous to email him yourself for some reason. 
Um, till next time, guys.